Hey tribe, I'm your host Tiffany McCoy and founder of A Trademarked Lifestyle Brand. Welcome back to the sixth episode of A Trademarked Conversation podcast. Right here on Anchor FM where podcasting is made easy. Six episodes and counting, our light keeps shining brighter and brighter and we are courageously marching forth. Your active engagement and support has given us just the momentum we need to keep illuminating the world one brilliant light at a time. Let's continue to spread the word about becoming trademarked and why this work is important. It's just as easy as liking, starring, and subscribing to the podcast, or reposting and sharing a link, or writing a review. We're continuing the conversation on space and pace, and the role our feelings play in creating and protecting this space. How employing methods of mindfulness promote our trademark tenets of love and light, and inspire us to actively engage in establishing a lifestyle of abundance through faith. So, let's get into it. I felt you, the coldness of your kiss. I could have mistaken you for Judas because the sting of your betrayal is devastatingly obvious. It's got your name and my love written all over it. Because all of my hope I placed in you, everything I own, all that I am, everything I breathe, I committed to you, I sacrificed for you, I gave and forgave. (laughs) And I should have struck. Now that we're here, I should have shown you my wounds and let you feel just how deep they are, how much they've bled, how much they hurt. But instead, I forgave what I could not bear, the weight of the loss, the grief and despair, all too heavy to carry, too much to endure. So I chose to forgive. For more room, you see, for more room to love, to give, to breathe, to be, because even in the breaking, I am making room for more because my feelings are simply the precursor to the work that I must do. I don't live there. They don't own me. I listen keenly to them and I play my part. Making room requires space and pace and I have work to do. So how many of us actually can relate to the piece that we just came out of, Judas's Kiss? right? Um, A piece that highlights betrayal, it highlights love, it highlights um, feelings of resentment, it highlights sacrifice, it highlights intimacy, um, all encompassing in my feelings, right? Um, Creating and cultivating and protecting and guarding your space requires awareness and focus and sensitivity. It requires us to be courageous and faithful. Um, There will be inherent challenges that we face in accomplishing holistic wellness, um, particularly how it relates to our emotional space, our feelings. Um, However challenging this may be, there's absolutely nothing too difficult with the love of the creator. And I want to be able to discuss how our feelings relate to the spaces that we create and gravitate to and how our pace can help us understand what we're feeling and why. So last year, Drake had an amazing year, um, and this song that he put out basically dominated the the internet. Um, the In My Feelings song was an upbeat record that made vulnerability appear to be like lighthearted and fun. Um, the song had every child and adult doing the shaky dance all over Instagram, um, including me. 
And it was a fun way to talk about a serious matter. Because in all actuality, we know just how difficult vulnerability can be, particularly within relationships. Um, so much diligence is required in becoming vulnerable and learning from it that um, it needs to be focused work involved in navigating through our emotional spaces and not allowing our feelings to govern us solely. Um, how many times have you expressed your concerns or worries or fears to someone only to be met with the heart-wrenching cliche like, you're in your feelings? Um, how did that make you feel in that moment? I'm sure it didn't make you feel secure or valued or appreciated or cared for. Um, probably made you feel humiliated or resentful or judged or bashful. Um, it's very difficult to articulate your feelings when you're not in a space or environment that's open to um, fostering them. Um, the lyrics to the hit song were actually super funny and people laughed about it, but they're poignant because they represented a side of vulnerability that we all need to address. They said, do you love me? Are you riding? Um, say that you'll never leave from beside me because I want you and I need you and I'm down for you always. Um, these types of questions highlight the human nature. Um, it's our desire to be validated by the ones that we love. Um, it's our nature to, be, to, to want to be desired, to need to be desired. This, this urge of companionship and affirmation is just part of our makeup. It's, it's part of who we are. Um, the very thing that we were created to be, relational and communicative beings. Um, most people tend to shy away from that nature. Um, and it makes it very difficult for each of us to express to one another and to develop relationships in an honest space. Can you imagine what the world would look like if we were all more comfortable with our feelings and expressing them? If we knew how to identify them, process them, and direct them appropriately, even the feelings that we run away from, even those feelings have something to tell us. They have something to share. They have something to build inside of us. Despite how vulnerable feelings make us, they are important to understand and to place them. Feelings are the precursors to our thoughts and our actions. They are the first line of defense to our experiences and gives us insight into what's happening in and around us and the things to come. Feelings are vital, but they are not very smart. I'm sorry to say, but unfortunately, our feelings have no intellect. While they're invaluable, making decisions based on our feelings alone is not wise. Life is dynamic and we feel a variety of emotions depending on the day, hour, or the minute. Some of us more sensitive than others, if we had to rely on our feelings to govern our lives, we would suffer from imbalance and misery. If we were to act and react to everything we felt, we would be impulsive beings. It's imperative that we be mindful in distinguishing between feelings that help us and feelings that harm us. What indications inspire goodness value? What are those that limit us and cause us to retreat to fear and cower in posture? Our feelings should have freedom in our emotional space, but they should not have dominion over us. So how can we become balanced, sensitive, and courageous when dealing with our feelings? Through acknowledgement, awareness, engagement, and diligence. By nature, I tend to be a contemplative person. 
Um, one who requires a lot of thought. Um, I consider a lot. I write a lot. I think a lot. Um, and I find that my discipline in engineering has enhanced that critical side of me. Um, I analyze everything. I'm looking for a solution. Um, and I relate that to many areas of my life. There are pros and cons to this type of lifestyle. And the same way I like building things and fixing things, I tend to take on a lot mentally because of it. Um, I also find that I carry a lot of my skill set into non-professional spaces and sometimes admittedly to my own detriment. Um, so last Thursday in the New York, New Jersey area, it was amazingly beautiful. The sun was shining, birds were singing, and all was well in the world. And after a full day of work, it was quitting time. And I made my way home on my usual commute. Except today, well, that day, it was no usual was no usual commute. Just a couple of days before, my favorite modern poet posted on Instagram that she'd be doing a special pop-up reading in Brooklyn at 8 p.m. Elated as a kid in a candy store, I proceeded to RSVP and make sure that I would be in the number. So let's fast forward to where I had been rushing home from work. There was traffic on Route 80 and I didn't get home until about 6 p.m. I made a mad dash, took a shower and got dressed and was out the door by 6.45. Google Maps had already told me that it would take an hour and a half to make it to Brooklyn, making my goal to get there by 7.30 daunting and unrealistic at best. So off I went to pick up Laura and hit the road. With a frustrated posture, having rushed home from work, rushed to get dressed, and now rushing into the city, despondency began to set in. Within seconds of Laura getting into the car, I began offering alternatives for our night out. Well, maybe we can head to Newark and grab a bite at Marcus B&P or over to Orange to our good old faithful castaways for wings and drinks, or maybe Montclair for ramen. There were options. Options that shifted from what I originally planned, but options that didn't result in disappointment and bumper-to-bumper traffic. By the looks of my alternatives, I had already determined that I would miss out, and I began operating from that space. This frame of mind had me shifting my values to meet my low expectations. Then all of a sudden, Something happened. Laura, my sister friend of 20 years who knows me well, pushes me, promotes me, supports me, and holds me accountable when I'm acting impulsively, calmly turned to me and said, Sis, it's 6.45. We can make it. Let's go. I looked at her all frustrated and flustered and began to rehearse all the reasons why we should go somewhere else and all the reasons why things could go wrong en route to Brooklyn. She stopped me yet again and said, sis, we will make it. Let's go. And simply said, I stopped talking, took a deep breath, and off we went. We drove at a normal pace, talking about our day, laughing and listening to a CD that her husband gave me the first time I met him. Yes, a CD. Jamaicans still burn CDs and sell them on the roadside, and this particular one was a gem. The likes of Jodeci, Celine Dion, Shania Twain, Leanne Rimes, Drew Hill, Mary J. Blige, and much more. We spent the car ride blasting the music, singing our hearts out to the lovers at a distance. And before I knew it, we were pulling up to our location, our space, a Black-owned art gallery and event space nestled perfectly in the gentrified section of Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And what do you know? It was exactly 7.30. Not only were we early, but opposite the building was a legal parking spot, clutch. We made it safe, sound, and happy. 
The crowd was diverse and beautiful. We walked in and located the perfect place to stand as we awaited the much-anticipated Irsa Daily Ward. As the crowd filled in and the lights dimmed, it was nearing showtime. I enjoyed watching one of my favorites express poetry effortlessly. The beautiful, painful words came from her lips like magic, and I was indeed mesmerized. I smiled often, laughed, and sometimes I could feel the anguish of her experience. I was elated and inspired, and I was reminded that not every mountain that is, that is there is made to block you. Sometimes you just need the right space and pace to get around it. You see, I had a friend whose presence made a difference, one who knew my values and knew the things that were important to me. And despite my frustration, she would help me navigate through the noise to make it to what mattered the most. We all need partners and friends and lovers and family and strangers who help ground us to our purpose, who help remind us of our why. You see, her calmness helped cultivate an affirming space and produce an amazing result, a perfect balance of presence and peace. What a pacemaker indeed. Sometimes amidst all the things that could go wrong, you have to charge yourself to remember who you are and the space you have as a holder of faith. All the possibilities are endless with the love of the creator. The next time you find yourself in a limiting space, having your worries to spin you out of control or adjusting your focus to fit your fears, Remember this, slow down, stop, breathe, be gentle to yourself, be kind, and whatever you choose to do next, lead with love. These steps help to orient you in a posture of faith, intentional and active hope, a posture that leads with the creator's love and opens you up for abundance. These steps require you to pace yourself. Even when your experience would suggest otherwise, life can be challenging and there will be times that you're rushing, experiencing chaotic energy and doubtful feelings. There will be times that you miss your step and lose your way. But no matter what the situation is, you can only control your controllables. A way to active and mindful methods is through your space and pace. Your inheritance is abundance, a life of faith and dominion. Don't despise the bumps in the road. There are opportunities for you to exhibit what's already inside of you, the power that is already in your hands. Keep it simple, be gentle, be brave, lift your head and your faith, trust your trademark, and courageously march forth today. Well, Tribe, thanks for tuning in to episode six of A Trademarked Conversation. I know life gets busy, so be sure to like and subscribe and mark our conversation so that you won't miss out. Get trademarked now by heading over to our website at www.trademarktm.com where you can join our mailing list and keep current with details on what we're doing and what we're getting into. Don't forget to meet me here two weeks time at 8 p.m. for another episode of A Trademarked Conversation podcast dedicating to inspiring the world one brilliant light at a time. Until next time, trust your trademark and courageously march forth today.